Hey, how's it going? Welcome to We Live on a Planet. It's Monday, January 21st, 2019. This is episode 316. I am your host, Patrick. I am so glad that you made it over on this Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, all day long. Hopefully you have a nice long weekend. Hopefully you're staying warm. It is chilly here in upstate New York with temperatures of only negative two degrees Fahrenheit, but the wind chill is really what has got us. It feels like negative 24 it is frigid outside. Highs are only going to be about 11. Winds are out of northwest at 19 miles per hour. I have to get out when I'm done talking to you guys. I have to get out and clear out some more snow. That's all I did yesterday was snow removal. Last time I talked to you guys, I was telling you how it's just been so unseasonably mild and we haven't had any snow. And for here, with living in upstate New York, we're usually dealing with it. And we just haven't had it. We, we got spoiled. And now we're all paying the cost. I would say if I had to make an educated guess, probably about a little over two and a half feet of snow, roughly, fell on the city of Oswego. So like I said, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I have a dream. A little snippet. Yeah, that was a little bit of I Have a Dream speech from August 28th, 1963. It's sad that Martin Luther King Jr. is passed, well, that he was killed. It stinks when you have these people that can change the world and somebody takes their life away from him. He would be 90, I believe. If I did my math correctly, he'd be 90. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll hear one of his quotes. I'll be right back. I hope you come back. Welcome back. Were you able to continue to listen or did you have to push play again? If you had to push play again, it means you're listening through the Anchor app. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify or my awesome Pocket Cast sponsor, you had no problem. I'm sure it just played right through. But Anchor right now is glitching. There is a problem with Anchor. So I encourage you out there, my listeners, thank you for tuning in. But I encourage you to listen through another podcast provider until anchor fixes their glitch and i'm happy and thankful that one of my listeners hugo torres gave me a buzz and said hey patrick uh whenever the interludes come up it will stop and it won't continue to play and i have to push play again so if you are running into that problem i encourage you to listen through another app provider or podcast provider i should say until anchor fixes the glitches all right okay So let's dive into our quote, and this one is from Martin Luther King Jr. Darkness cannot, and let me try that again. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Martin Luther King Jr. He had so many wonderful quotes. He was such an inspirational man and a well-spoken person. And, you know, I said it's sad that somebody like that has died that could change the world. And he's still doing it today, though. He's still changing the world. Even though he's gone, he is not forgotten. And I'm glad to uh, talk and share a little bit about um, his his quote. The quote I did have this morning, because I, I have a app quote of the day. And that's what I was going to start out with the show. And I was like, why am I going to give this quote? I want to give a Martin Luther King Jr. quote. But I want to give this quote, too, just because I thought it was kind of interesting. This was from Louise 
Nevelson. I think all great inventions are built on rejections. And that's true. I went over to businessinsider.com and checked that out. And there were seven world-changing inventions that were ridiculed when they came out. Light bulb, coffee, airplanes, umbrellas, personal computers, taxis, vaccines. If you want to know a little bit about why these inventions were ridiculed when they first came out, I encourage you to go to businessinsider.com, check out why those were ridiculed. One of the ones, the umbrella, I thought it was interesting because uh, a gentleman had brought one back from France and it was a waterproof parasol, basically. And parasols, women used them, but this guy was using it. He was scoffed at, but umbrellas, we don't scoff at them anymore. We wish we had them when it's downpouring, that's for sure. It's something I never really use, though. I mean, I've used an umbrella a couple times in my life, but I don't really, don't really use them that much. All right. <laughs> what a, how random, right? Okay. Stick around. Speaking of random, when we come back, we'll learn a random fact from I'm Feeling Curious. I'll be right back. I hope you come back, too. Hey, welcome back. All right, you ready? We're going to learn today. I like to learn. This one was interesting to me because it makes me think that uh, I've heard the commercial from pork, the other white meat. That's not true. Whoa, what's that sound? Oh, you know that sound, don't you? Too bad you can't smell it because that smells good. It's bacon. Is bacon red meat or white meat? Bacon is the best red meat is what they said, and I agree with that statement. Pork is classified as red meat because it contains more myoglobin than fish or chicken. So why is there that commercial out that says pork, the other white meat? Liars. <laughs> pork is classified as livestock, along with veal, lamb, and beef. All livestock are considered red meat. Down the rabbit hole I went, though, because I'm like, well, what the hell is myoglobin? I don't know what that is. It contains more of it, but what may, what is that? So I decided to look that up. Myoglobin is a red protein containing heme, which carries and stores oxygen in muscle cells. It's structurally similar to the subunit of hemoglobin. Okay, well, that's great, but what is heme? Man, I keep opening up another Pandora's box. Heme, H-E-M-E, -E, is an iron-containing compound. Man. <laughs> yeah, the more we know. I like learning, though. It is fun. But I love pork. I, I would have to say that that would be my go-to red meat. It really would. I, I like beef. I like chicken. Fish is okay. Now, scallops. Oh, I love scallops. We have a little fish stand here in Oswego, New York. And it only it's seasonal. It's only open in the summertime. And it's named Rudy's. I think they started business 1947 or something like that. But you can get some great, great fresh. Well, why did I just say fresh? Well, it's fresh, but it doesn't come from our, our lake because it's sea, uh, seafood. Haddock and scallop. All fried. All good for you stuff. Fried foods, right? But it's delicious. Rudy's. We have a thing called Texas Hots where it's just a, a hot dog. But we have these hot dogs around here in upstate New York called Hoffman, Hoffman Hot Dogs. 
and their natural casings. And they're just really good, high-quality hot dogs, if you can say high-quality and hot dog in the same sentence. But they're really good, and the um, hot dog that they make, geez, I couldn't spit that out. One of the ones is called a Texas Hot. So it's a Hoffman hot dog with this meat sauce, ground hamburg sauce that's spicy, and that goes on it, and then some onions and some mustard. It's just really, really good. But you can get that hot sauce on anything. You can get it on the fish or get it on the side and dip your french fries in it. Do anything you want. It's so delicious. And it's so famous that around here in our local supermarkets, you can get the seasoned packet and make it right at home yourself. And I have done that, and I've made it at my, here myself before, and it's it's delicious. All right, so, Roy, how, how do we go from bacon to Rudy's? Well, if you follow We Live on a Planet, you know that's what you get here. We just We just have a conversation and talk. We don't make any mistakes. We have happy accidents, right, Bob? We don't we don't make mistakes. We have happy accidents. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, let's head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day of history. We'll learn some more. I'll be right back. We are at the History Channel's website. Let's find out what happened. On this day in 1977, U.S. President Jimmy Carter grants an unconditional pardon to hundreds of thousands of men who evaded the draft during the Vietnam War. In total, some 100,000 young Americans went abroad in the late 1960s and early 70s to avoid serving in the war. 90% went to Canada. Canada is real close to me. Canada is only about a three-hour drive or so. Where some initial initial controversy, they were with some initial controversy, they were eventually welcomed as immigrants. Man, I'm sorry that I have a hard time talking to you sometimes. You know I don't when I'm just regularly talking, but it happens when I start reading. <laughs> I I start reading a sentence ahead of the other sentence. But boy, there was a, a total of 209,517 men were formally accused of violating draft draws, while government officials estimate another 360,000 were never formally accused. Wow. A lot of people just did not want to be in that war. That's for sure. That was a tumultuous times. 2007, the first full day of Donald Trump's presidency, Hundreds of thousands of people crowd into the U.S. Capitol for the Women's March on Washington. These past, this past one wasn't as large as in 2017, but uh, it's, I think it's important for people to get together and speak their mind. I think that's what makes America awesome. I um, have no, I usually look at, uh, the History Channel's website first, right before I talked to you guys, and I hadn't, so I'm sorry if I I am not prepared. 1924, Vladimir Lenin dies. 1793, King Louis, oh boy, XVI, what is that? That's King Louis the, is that the 16th? I think, because X is 10. 
V is five. V1 is six. So I think that's Louis the 16th. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're listening right now saying, no, that's not right. My Roman numerals are not very strong. One of the Roman numerals that I always remember really easy is four, IV. And it was because one of my teachers was like, if you were a four-year-old and you had to have an IV, that would be bad. Or you wouldn't like it or something like that. And I was like, ah, oh. so I, anytime, that's what I always go to. So whoever te- whatever teacher that was in my life when I was a little child, thank you. I can't remember who it was. 1976, the Concorde takes off from London, Heathrow's airport, an early airport outside Paris. The first Concords with commercial passengers simultaneously take flight January 21st, 1976. That'd be fun to fly on the Concorde. That thing is fast. 2009, Toyota officially passes GM as plant's biggest car maker. Wow. All kinds of stuff. I'm just giving you the potpourri. I encourage you to head on over to the History Channel's website and see what you can learn. We're, uh, before, I might as well just head on over to the word of the day. No sense of taking a break. I got you right here. You probably maybe have a cup of coffee or if you're listening in the evening, maybe you got a frosty one. Who knows? Speaking of frosty ones, I'm still sober. That is awesome. I feel so good about that. Three years, five months the other day. Feels good. Okay. Man, I can get off topic, can't I? Why do you listen to me? <laughs> Give me a buzz. Let me know. We'll say, what is it that keeps you coming back to We Live on a Planet? I'm so curious because we are our own worst enemies. If you make a podcast out there, you know exactly what I mean. Or if you're any type of creative person, we are our own worst enemies. And a lot of times I feel like I'm just nonsensical or I jump all over the place. Did you... Did you Check out my interview with Alex Carl, the writer, screenwriter of Camp Colebrook. I hope you did. That was fun. That was episode 315. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. And I told him, there was a couple times I bounced around and I said, I'm sorry I'm doing this. This is the way my brain works. And his reply was, that's fine. I enjoy doing mental gymnastics. And so maybe that's one of the things we do here at We Live on a Planet is have some mental gymnastics because we are kind of all over the place a lot of times. We are. I, I understand that. But I don't know. It's a perfectly imperfect podcast. I don't want it to be so polished that it's not fun. I want you to have fun and be comfortable over here. Okay, here's our word. Foible. Foible. Oh, I've heard that, but I've never used that. Foible. It's spelt weird. F-O-I-B-L-E. Foible. A minor weakness of eccentricity in someone's character. Here's an example. And she amuses us with the foibles of human characters we too can recognize as belonging to the world around us. Foible. Foible. Try to strengthen your vocabulary. See if you can use the word foible today. If you can, you get three points. Call me up and I'll send those three points to you and... What can you get? Nothing. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Uh, what else are we going to do today? So we did our word of the day. Yep, that was fun. We had it on over to I'm Feeling Curious. We did that. That's right. History Channel. Well, that was kind of pear-shaped, but we did do that. And I think that's good. I don't have any phone calls to play for you. I'm sad about that. I Give me a buzz. Give me a call. Be a part of the show. Ask me some questions. Anything. Tell me, tell me about your dreams. 
tell me about uh, anything. Anything. I'd love to hear from you guys. All right. (laughs) I'm grasping for straws. Have a good one. I'll talk to you guys real soon. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. It's the only way this is going to gain some more feet. If you're enjoying the show, let them know. I do appreciate your time. And I'll talk to you guys real soon. Peace out. Peace out? When have I ever said that? (laughs) Peace, my friends.